It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. Thank you guys for listening to the show all around the world. Greatly appreciate you. Make sure you go to the website at CannabisTalk101.com as we're the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And if you ever want to give us a call and just say hello, that number is 1-800-420-1980. And uh, we are joined today with Mark Wasserman. Yes. And Nadia DeCordy is Yay. still with us. Thank still you, Nadia, here. for sticking around. <laughs> I mean, you just did the podcast with you. You did so well explaining and coming out of the green closet. You might as well stick around and be a part of the show as we continue to talk some business and what's going on out there in the world of cannabis uh, make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more at Cannabis Talk 101 at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig's at Waslaw Dogs. Blue is at one Christopher Wright. I am at Joe Grande 52. And Nadia is at Nadia underscore Decordy. That all being said, Mark, I don't know if you want me to jump right into it or do you even know what time it is right now? Well, you know, all I know is that there's raids, raids, and raids. Hold on so a if second. You want to hear Hold about on, let raids. me try this again. Nadia, do you know what time it is right now? It's week o'clock. It's, it's o'clock. dime time. Thank you, guys. You know, it's so hard to do shows with rookies right now. What time is it? It's dime time. Let me tell you. Oh, dime time. Dime, dime time. That's right. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Dime Industries has been a leading, trusted source of clean and potent medicine using state-of-the-art hardware, including premium food-grade stainless steel, glass, ceramic plates, and enhanced battery life. The 1,000, that's right, 1,000 milligram cartridges are amazing. I know, I use them. Check out the website, dimeindustries.com or on IG, dime.industries. It's dime time. Thank you, Mark. That being said, uh, it's good to have you back on the show. Thank you for doing those other shows with you and your brother. Greatly appreciate it. I know you're locked and loaded with something and some good news. What's going down out there? Well, I can't say it's good news. It's just raids. Every other, every story was raids here, raids there. This first one, the headline reads out of Sacramento, California, over a million cannabis plants seized on public land. Statewide, more than 1 million plants, and this is all over California now, 
and nearly 180,000 pounds of processed illegal cannabis have been seized on public land by the Bureau of Land Management this year. Bureau of Land Management rangers and special agents teamed up with various local law enforcement to eradicate illegal grows as part of what's called CAMP. And that stands for California Department of Justice's annual campaign against marijuana planting. There's an actual program called CAMP, Campaign Against Marijuana Planting. During site raids, they also confiscated chemicals, ammunition, and weapons. Now, Joe, I think you're going you're gonna to kind of like this because you like the testing. You like uh, everything safe. And so listen to this. Significant environmental impact are another problem found on these grows. Mounds of trash, almost 300 miles of water line, 583 propane tanks, and more than 67,000 pounds of grow site infrastructure were collected at all these illegal operations. Special agent in charge, Dylan Reagan, says growing cannabis on federal land is a crime, but that's not the only issue. He says it also has devastating impact on public safety, wildlife, and natural resources. Uh, He says he's found profound respect for the fantastic work his rangers and special agents are doing to eradicate these illegal grow sites and removing highly toxic chemicals that pollute public land and water. So what do you think? I mean, well, th- these are just to be clear, Mark, these are illegal grows, correct? Yes. 100%. So, I mean, you know, when you start off with that, I, I still go, okay, illegal grows, California. We're still getting that all over the place. Nadia has her own grow in Michigan. That's illegal oh. as well. That's a different story. <laughs> different That's not place. true. He's lying again. Okay. She hooked up <laughs> Call him out when he lies. <laughs> that, that being said though, it's an illegal grow. Of course, there's going to be a fucking junkyard there. It's an illegal grow. It's not being regulated. What do I think about it? I think it's part of the game that's still out there that people are still having these markets where you can get it and do it. And, you know, does it suck? Does it whatever? Yeah, but it's an illegal grow. It's like, you know, I look at it. You ready for this? I look at the, this is an analogy. It's like getting your car smogged. Say your catalytic converters don't match. You're going to find one that can get it done. Is it going to ruin a little bit of things here and there? Is it going to really break the law and this and that, ruin the environment a little bit? Is this ruining the environment? Not really at all, probably. Is it bad for some of the cannabis that goes out there that people are getting? A little bit, maybe. But we grew up on smoking that all day, Mark. That's what we grew up smoking. (laughs) My boys were growing it in the backyard with who knows what in their houses. Their, their dad getting the oil from the oil change and pouring it in the fucking backyard <laughs> on the soil. We're Nobody's... still standing. We're yeah, still standing. so, you know, when I look at it and I think of it, is it right? Is it great for the environment? Is it great for people? Absolutely not. But the start of your conversation was, it's an illegal it's grow. Illegal grow. Now, it, if but, this was a legal grow, I'd be pissed off. But I still think that they should do, they, they shouldn't destroy it. Mm-hmm. They I shouldn't agree. destroy it. I, I, I think well, when, well, well, listen, the, now no, let's listen. back this up. Now let's well, back look. this up. They shouldn't destroy this. What if somebody's smoking it and that well, propane tank that they well, found let me finish. and that leak? Let me finish. Let me finish. They can take what they're, what they can take the illegal grow, uproot it without ruining it, and then take it to go get tested. 
And if it tests clean and good, fuck, give it to the vets, give it to cancer patients, okay. give it out. Who's going to pay for that? Who's going to pay for that? Who's going to pay for the testing? Who's going to pay for uplifting it? I, no, campaign I, against marijuana planting. The camp, those them. They're they're get they're getting funded with millions and millions of dollars to mm-hmm. go out and eradicate. Why can't yeah. they take that same money and go out and test? Let's reallocate yes. the money. Okay. I like I like your answer. I like your answer. I, I like that. And I was just playing devil's advocate and saying, well, what else, what about this? So, but my because my the question is going to be like, great answer, Mark. But who the fuck should pay for that? You know what I'm saying? Reallocate the money. They, they, it's the money is there. It's coming from us. It's coming from the taxpayers. Taxpayer dollars. I I actually love it because it can be used that way. And then not only that, like all these sweet leaf Joes out there that have these passion projects in San Francisco, all these weed for warriors, all these different type of scenario companies that are out there trying to give medicine to people that need it. Why not? Now, my, my only, you know, devil's advocate playing the fucking other side is, well, what if that doesn't pass right and gets into the hands of someone that shouldn't have it and it ruins it, hurts their lungs up? There's all these other things that then it gets the propaganda of, look what cannabis did. You know what I mean? Right. There's those elements that could happen on a quote-unquote illegal grow. But I agree with you. I wish they would allocate it somehow, use it for something else, but test it first. That's the yeah. main solution that you came up with. Yeah, because let's face it, I, a lot of illegal grows make good shit i mean they're they're, great stuff they're out there right right? you know and that that goes back to the problem of these people who are operating illegal a lot of them are doing it because they just don't have the means now to go through the regulatory process and all that shit that's shutting them up your thoughts on this you have any thoughts on it i i was gonna well i wasn't gonna say the same thing (laughs) but i was gonna say what is illegal and i'm sure the what makes an illegal grow illegal keeps changing. And as Mark Wasserman stated, it's it could be an expensive process to figure out what it means to be illegal and to become well, not have a license, illegal. bottom line. And like lose licenses, because companies are losing businesses and grows are losing licenses. So being on top of that means being able to afford a lawyer. So it can it can fall down the cracks pretty easy. Whether it's well, bad cannabis or good. They they got to do something about the, the process, you know, well, you know, but it you know, is what it is. You got to work within it. Now I got another great story out of Mobile, Alabama. Well, let's and come I'll back come with back. that story. Let's break real quick and go back to Mobile. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. 
Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, your world's number one source for everything cannabis. Are you looking for high quality seeds? Head to rocketseeds.com or on IG at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis seeds. Rocket Seeds is a trusted source for thousands of quality cannabis seeds at very fair prices. Head to rocketseeds.com. And Joe, I got another when cannabis goes bad out of Mobile, Alabama. Good old Mobile. Oh, the headline reads, Operation Gifrat. Mobile, Mobile narcotics officers conduct multiple drug raids Thursday. Members of the Mobile Police Department Narcotics Division executed multiple arrests and search warrants in the Maysville community. Last Thursday afternoon, just before 2 p.m., officers raided Stanley's new and used tire service on Duval Street, where Chief Paul Preen says employees have been selling powder cocaine and cannabis from the business. It was a three-month-long investigation, dubbed Operation Gift Wrap, focused on the distribution of cocaine and cannabis in Maysville and resulted in at least three arrests. A second raid was conducted shortly afterwards, completing the Duval street warrants at a barber shop and at a home. Officers then moved to a location on Cherokee Street where officers detained but did not arrest anyone. And details on these raids and arrests are going to be forthcoming. But I I like to talk about this in connection with just everything else and these other stories. It's all about raids, raids, raids. Now this had the component of cocaine in there, but we're still dealing with cannabis that gets lumped in which shouldn't, and it just makes it seem much worse because, oh, well, well, where there's cannabis, there's cocaine, and you have all that madness floating around. And these, it's very interesting. This is a tire shop and a barber shop. What? And And I see 10 arrests. I just found the story as you, 10 arrests were made in this one. And why gift wrap? Yeah. Why Operation Gift Wrap? Well, because it's the holiday season and these guys were doing their three months uh, investigation and they served those warrants right around the holiday time. Wow, how nice of them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The the three-month investigation, I want to hone in on that. And I have this conversation with a lot of our clients who are making the maneuver from the traditional market into the regulated market. And I've represented many people over the years where there have been investigations that last two weeks, two months, four years. I've seen 
hardcore. And so this investigation probably included undercovers, informants. They, I'm sure, got a hold of somebody who was inside the ring. If you're going to jail for 10 years, what do you know? And that's, you know, that's how they collect the information. And so I, what I do for our clients is find out what they're doing, inform them to stop doing illegal activity and figure out what their criminal liability exposure is by saying, you're starting here, you're going here, what, who else is involved? And you get this big chart that we make and then you try to figure out where the leak is. And that's what happens in these raids. So warning, 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 especially here in California. I mean, these stories are from all over the place, but I've been getting calls at the office the last three weeks, rage, rage, rage on illegal shops because the licensing is coming in and taking over. What do you think? What do you guys think about well, well, Let me ask you though, Mark, what do you think this costs? Like you think three months, right? Like a three month a long investigation. You think they're doing 24 seven, like yeah. investigation? Do you think they have yes. someone there? So you're looking at, about, I mean, let's guesstimate, 12, 20 people working on this? Probably. Fair? Probably, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I so would So 20 guess. people, 24 hours a day, 20 in the day, shop. 20 at night, or you think 20 altogether, 10, 10? I'm just guesstimating. No, I, I would I would think it's it's 10 and 10. They have different shifts. You're going to do the night. You're going to do the morning shift. Yeah, and, and my point is... I'm just looking at it randomly right now as I looked at the story and I'm listening to you and I find the story. I, and as you pointed out so thoroughly, that, that made me go, you're right. Three months long narcotic investigation, the mobile police department, how much fucking time, man hours fucking and like work does it take to get these people for 10 arrests for what, for what did they really have? My they point is, is cannabis. it worth it? I mean, okay, the cocaine, there you go. I, I mean, guess. that's that, That's the problem with these with, with this, is that the cannabis just gets lumped in with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd like to see, they found cocaine in, but they left the cannabis, you know, or whatever. I mean, why even lump it in there? But they do. And it's not even that much. You see the picture that they have on it? It looks like yeah. uh, two quarters. You know what I mean? Bust of, bust of the century for Mayville. You know, I mean... Like I just found the picture. I'm like, really? That's the picture they're going to use on this stupid thing? Ten arrests, five still wanted in Mobile? Come on. And it was calculated, right? They could, they, they, the raids were like the, you know, coordinated. They hit one. They coordinated everything. You know, and that's what they do. I had a client, she, about 15 years ago, that had a uh, logistics business, trucking, and uh, he got hit. His 10 trucks three different businesses and two homes all got hit at the same time coordinated. And that was after a three year investigation with an undercover DEA agent. And I got the Hold witness to very interesting. Did you, did you mention the $1,200 worth of ecstasy that was confiscated in this? Oh, no, you know what? It wasn't, pills. that wasn't in here in this uh, clip that I have. I mean, tw it's twelve hundred bucks. That's not that much. Is my point. I mean, I don't know. It's still ecstasy. I get it. I just found another story on it, and that stood out to me. Boy, I used to love taking some ecstasy, but it's just crazy to think that much time to where. Am I the only one that's trying to think from the police standpoint of going? Why the what? fuck am I busting these ten fucking low down measly twelve hundred dollars worth a couple fucking uh, 
balls, eight balls of cocaine, a couple grand, not even pounds of weed. Right. My right, point right. is, my point behind saying this, Mark and, and, and Nadia, is I feel like the police force wastes their time and money to bust these mediocre, fucking thirsty, hungry motherfuckers that are trying to strive on the street. Is what they're doing wrong? Yes. I'm not arguing that. Mm-hmm. But is where they're getting it from more wrong? Is the bigger picture more wrong? Rather than going, you're going to spend that much time going after these little guys? Spend a little more time and figure out the bigger resources. Right. And see what they might, well, what they, what they might be doing is pressing these guys they've got now to get information about the bigger guys. But well, I agree with you. Freak. I yeah. agree with you. You spent three months, spend another three months and find the big guy. Yeah. You know? These are That's tiny. My point These what are I'm tiny. Saying. 91 pills of ecstasy. 22.7 grand. Like that's not, not that yes. is nothing, but the story obviously that I they're not the, just the big one. Yeah. Exactly. But what I was talking about with my client long ago, he wasn't even a big guy. He was a middle guy and people ratted on him and they pressed him. And he shut the fuck up and did his eight years. And that was it, you know? I mean, that's that's how it goes in that industry. And especially if you are working in it, you and you don't keep your mouth shut, you're gonna have bigger problems. But those raids are continuing to happen. I got, there we go, one more out of Swift, South Dakota, Sioux Falls. Well, let's come back with Sioux Falls as this is a full-on Cannabis Goes Bad. I love it, Mark. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent. 
telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a hit, get lit, and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 with me, Joe Grande, Mark Craig, Up Brothers at Law, your number one source. <laughs> Something like that. Whatever it is, you know what it is, but what I want to tell you now, Bud Tender Awards created by G4 Live with the vision to be the most ambitious and essential cannabis event ever. This show is designed for people that want to take their business to the next level. So join us in Las Vegas, May 11th to the 14th, 2022 at the all-new Resort World. Snoop Dogg and Travis Barker will be performing live together for the first time. If you don't go, you, you don't, don't grow. grow. <laughs> All right, we're at Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You ready for this? I can't Four wait. <sighs> drug deal. Four suspected drug dealers are in jail. That's the headline you get. Sioux Falls Police and the Sioux Falls Area Drug Task Force. Notice a theme throughout all of these. It's There's combinations of different task force and entities getting together. They get together, arrested them Wednesday after a series of search and arrest warrants, a chase, and even a call out from the SWAT team. And this is why cannabis gets such a bad name. The Three women and three men are all held on drug distribution charges. Police say another person, a woman, will be arrested after she is out of the hospital from an accident that happened during the chase, 20-minute chase. They had to use the, the spikes on the road to clear her out. She crashed. She's in the hospital. And here's what they found. 222 grams of meth and M30 fentanyl pills. Hundred and ninety-one grams of cannabis and three thousand dollars in cash. Two handguns, one of which was stolen, and a stolen shotgun. Ouch! And I say it. I say it before. I say it again. They throw the cannabis in there with all this other shit, and it just dilutes it and gives those. It makes it look like it's part of the whole fucking. Well, you know what? It's a part of the package. How about this? How about this though? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. In fairness. Where was this at again? South Dakota. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And South Dakota, is cannabis legal? I don't, I, I, let's look really quick. We can find that out. So my point is, if South Dakota is not legal, then it makes a little more sense. And I wish I knew that right now. South Dakota. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. Cannabis in South Dakota is legal for medical use as of July 1st, 2021. One, so, here, one, one ounce or less, not medical, one ounce or less, no penalty, two ounces or less misdemeanor, two ounces to a half pound felony. 
and but, then it comes with years. If you have more than 10 pounds, you're looking at 15 years. And my point is behind that is if it's even legal for medical use, shut up with it. It's legal for medical use for God's sakes. It's not a, that as big of a deal as my point behind what I might try to make an argument about, but I can see how they can lump it in because it's only for medical use. So my point is as much as I don't like it, I can still see in certain areas like a South Dakota, Texas, areas where, you know, Kansas, that it's just fully, uh -uh. it ain't legal. You ain't smoking it. I don't like it. I just, but my point is I can see. But like you said, it's medicinal in South Dakota. Mm -hmm. And I mean, leave it behind. Take it and get it. Take it, test it, give it to people who need it. At least, at least do that. I mean, but we're, I don't, we're not going to see it happen. Just like it's never going to be federally legal. Oh, here you go with that. That's such a good one. Nadia, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's going to be federally legal? Well, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't. Well, <laughs> I hey, hope, neither can I a lawyer say it. You have an opinion? I hope, I, I hope that it's federally legal, but I don't think that a lot of systems would allow it to happen, including the lobbyists that have lots of money to go against cannabis. I mean, I got I, the reason I, it's top on my mind because, uh, you know, my friend Ford Austin, who is out of, in uh, Oklahoma, out of Oklahoma. Which, uh, yeah, and he has a couple dispensaries and he's just getting killed, you know, by as a lot of people are by the 280E tax code. And he sent me a text this morning. When is it going to be federally legal? And I just wrote, I wrote back one word. Never. Never. And I just crushed him. <laughs> it's sad because people think like here it's um, medically and recreationally legal. For, and people think just because it is that kind of legality that federalization is happening tomorrow or in two years. But no, that's not how it works, unfortunately. And hopefully I just, I'm don't see. I just don't see how they're going to roll it out. How it's I just don't see it. I don't you know, I yeah. mean, and again, I just. I guess I'm beat up. I'm beat up over it after all these years, decades of like getting close, almost, oh yeah, this and this bill and you know, almost, yeah. we're just going to be doing that till we're in the grave. You know, and it's so funny, Mark, because as you mentioned stuff like that of being federally legal, I mean, Visa, I'm talking Visa, MasterCard, they just put out a warning against misuse of cashless ATMs used by cannabis retailers to skirt restrictions. Now, you know, that's how I met you guys, right? I was doing the credit card processing. I'm figuring out all these loopholes. I called you first for those. Nadia, you may not even know the story. This is literally <laughs> how I called Mark before I even met Blue. Hey, Mark, really? I'm doing this credit card processing. What do you know about this? What do you know about that? I go and have a meeting with him and Craig. Mark's not there. I meet with Craig. I have a meeting with Craig. Then the meeting goes on. It was a good meeting, blah, blah, blah. And then I meet Blue many moons later. Not many moons, like six months later. We hit it off. Blue knew Craig had no idea who I was. I don't even think Mark, you knew it was me, Joe Grande, so to speak. I just Gary, my boy Gary introduced us, whatever. But uh, didn't click with me until after. Probably after, because <laughs> yeah, because you didn't say nothing to me like that anyway. So which was dope. Either way, I meet um, and Craig has no fucking clue, period, about everything, let alone of my history in radio. <laughs> a local guy. So he had oh, Joe. OK, go cool, whatever. Sit down. 750. Oh, I'm free. Fuck it. Sit down anyways. Whatever. OK. <laughs> my point is, this is how I met them through this credit card game. So and then I, that's how I met Blue too. the credit card game, trying to help his company do this. 
So my point behind going the federal legal and, and all this stuff, and I just find this story that Visa, of course, the world's second largest card payment company, recently issued a compliant memo to customers warning them that the miscoding, the miscoding that's what it is, point of sale transactions through the use of these so-called cashless ATMs, a practice used by some of the cannabis retailers all around the world that are using it this way, could lead to penalties and other unspecified enforcement actions. Let me explain to you guys out there that may be using these or may be using a different way. In my professional opinion, you can until you get caught, right? It's one of those things. There's the buying the crypto and it's going around it and people are telling me, oh, I use my card. I use my ATM. I use this. It's buying something on the back end and doing it. This cashless ATM, you're using it. You're getting five bucks back, three bucks back. It rounds up to the nearest $5. Bottom line mm -hmm. is once Visa or MasterCard finds out that this company, whatever company you're going to is using it for cannabis, they can threaten that company that's doing that as far as not the exact dispensary, but the processing company that's selling it to the dispensaries for use and say, if you don't stop allowing people to do this, we're going to take your whole portfolio of whatever else. So say I, which I was doing this, have a portfolio of a bunch of different brick and mortar companies, but then I have Nordstrom's and I have multi-billion dollar companies so that I'm getting a residual check that's huge. They'll say, we'll put all that shit on hold if you don't fucking stop doing this. And I've seen this happen to companies out there. So it's funny when you think, why can't it keep happening? Why can't it work? Because Visa and MasterCard on that federal level will step in and say, uh-uh, no more. We are not allowing cannabis to be purchased, no matter if it's a cashless ATM, no matter if it's this or that, until it's federally legal. So that whole thing stemmed from federally legalization to me thinking about what Visa's making. Does that protect companies. them, Mark, doing that? Does that even protect MasterCard? Or is this just getting out of their way to hurt the industry? What do you think this is? I think it just hurts the industry. You know, I mean, the, the Visa and MasterCard are huge, right? Huge. Like, if they decided, yeah, we're going to They do can't it. go against the federal government, though. They can't decide that. They can't go against the government. Why not? Why can't Visa and MasterCard get together and go look? Because they built what they're worth. Because, you know, I'll tell you why. Because of money. Because they control it and the government can control them. That's mm. why. Because the government can shut that shit down and then they make no billions of dollars. If not <laughs> they're trillions. Done. They're done. You know what I mean? You're looking at trillions of dollars that are made there through the, through the rails. And when I say those Visa, MasterCard, American Express rails, that's what it's worth. So there's credit card rails, and then, you know, right. your debit card rails. Those are the two rails that you transfer money on. You would think on the debit card rail, it could work as well, but the debit card rail is still using a Visa and MasterCard route. So, you know, they still control it. And until it becomes federally legal, it's not going to happen. You're still going to get these threats. Well, Visa's memo doesn't mention cannabis specifically. It notes that cashless ATMs, which are sometimes called reverse ATMs, are primarily marketed to merchant types that are unable to obtain payment services. You know, when I think about things like this too, were they ever attacking the brothels? Are they attacking fucking places that are highly illegal, you know, where Nadia used to work, but we met her? That's not <laughs> third lie, at least.
<laughs> Mark, I thought that's what you told me you met her. You showed me a receipt. When he you didn't meet me. He met me in Detroit. I could, he, could, he met me in this beautiful city of Detroit. Yeah, it was but in Detroit. That didn't mean I was a stripper. Blue, blue Center. <laughs> so that's blue Center to meet you. That's actually also true. He did send me to Mark, that's, but not in that way. That makes it very suspect when we say Blue Center. You know? <laughs> That does make it even no, a little more no. suspect. That all being said, you guys, it's Cannabis Talk 101. If nobody else loves you, we do. We do. We do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.